Hello and welcome to the Drinking Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and geek, geek out. out. Oh, nice. I, like that. <laughs> I thought you stopped so I could say it, but then you, I just interrupted you. <laughs> you were listening to episode number... 126. 126. Uh, the Geek Bull Part 2, featuring the bird boy, strong, dark, and handsome, and Boulder <laughs> Beer's company, Boulder Beer Company's Shake and Chocolate Porter. Mm, looking forward to that. With your host, Dustin, who can't read. Seth, who can not read, also. Pale, I can read fine. <laughs> And Keith, the main reader. (laughs) Tecmo Super Bowl intro. All right, guys. Welcome back. Uh, Another week where we're jumping back into our Geek Bowl. Pretty excited about the uh what happened last week so just give a little recap we had the daenerys targaryen go down to the night king not going down on her oh, <laughs> oh no no no, 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 no. <laughs> he just fell bracket. and he he killed her he killed her yeah. he killed her. there we go yeah. this is not that kind of bracket uh john constantine <laughs> beat thrall ganondorf beat mike ermintrout punisher beat the joker rocket beat peggy ganondorf <laughs> beat hal jordan or the green lantern Hellboy stomped all over the 11 year old, <laughs> which is sad. And then Judge Dredd beat Agent J from Men in Black. Here come the Men in Black. I can't believe you didn't sing that last episode. <laughs> I forgot about that song. It's been so long. Until now. I forgot about it until now. Until now, yeah. All right. So, pretty excited about this. We might as well just jump right into this yeah, because round two. we have. This round, a beer, and then another round, and then a beer, and then finish her yes. up. Fantastic. All right, to get it going, we have the Night King versus John Constantine. That's almost rhyme. I know. Really close. King, Steen. King, yeah. Steen. Night King. Johnson King. They both raised the dead, apparently, from what yeah, I heard about Game of Thrones. Yep. Last week, we talked about reanimation, and John Constantine has that ability, and obviously, if you've seen the Game of Thrones, come on now. Mm-hmm. Nope. You would know that there would be some kind of reanimation with the Night King. Uh, I don't know. Season 3 ever get into the, the White Walkers yet? Season 3? Um, Sam killed a White Walker. Yeah, so we don't really know So about- we don't know much okay. about them. So if you haven't been following along with our Game of Thrones episodes, Pale's been graciously putting forth this time, rewatching all the series and uh, recording episodes for him. We're only in season three, but the White Walkers are a thing. They talk about them in the first episode of season one. Mm-hmm. And they're coming out to fruition. Anyways, reanimation. They can both res the dead. John Constantine actually has powers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He can travel to the nether world or whatever yeah. that's called. In the- so he- does he need dead bodies to resurrect them or is he no he could just reanimate skeletons whereas mm-hmm. the night king needs dead bodies too so he has a limitation right so yeah night king has limitation he can't bring somebody back alive unless they were human and then died mm-hmm. so so you're saying john constantine can just bring skeletons to life yeah just because necromancy is not the same thing as just reanimating okay. the dead or pulling up zombies. So that's Zambies. an edge for Constantine. Mm-hmm. It really is an edge. However, <clears throat> the, the problem is John Constantine doesn't have like a shield or anything. Or he's a not dragon. He's a human. He's not impermeable to oh, I gotcha. dagger throws or a fucking dragon. And he's a drunk and he smokes all the time. So he's probably got cancer. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. So. So. I like the Night King then. <laughs> it could go either just way. Just because I think 
I just don't know if about yeah, the, like, I know, but he has I, the ice I, spear. I mean, I like that too. But uh, like, we're not going to have an undead army. I think John Constantine. Other than what's so, already there. Okay, so know? we just take away the like the whites and like the skeletons and that just the one on one. You take away one. that, then what do we have? Like, he, so it's just basically he can pull a spike out of his ass and then throw it. Like, so you have like him <laughs> on his horse where he can throw the spear, and yeah. then you have John Constantine, whatever else he can do. Yeah, um, he could put you like into a. Trans, yeah, because he's been kind of uh, he was compared to like the poor man's Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is tough. <laughs> yeah, well, time travel, illusion projection, so he could I'm create some now fake I'm thing, invisibility, telekinesis, teleportation. So you can throw a spear all you want, and if he can <laughs> pop over somewhere else, yeah. I was just okay, so off the like, abilities that I read so let's say let's like, bring the the undead armies back into it. And John Constantine can like t- turn the whites against the Night King. Yeah, he could easily with his telekinesis. Telekinesis and just end it that way. It's leaning you, closer to John. Yeah, now it's leaning right. towards Constantine. <laughs> I think we got it. It's JC moving bag on. Bag of magic JC. tricks. <laughs> JC is always reanimating. <laughs> uh, I'm going to hell. That was tough though. It was. That was tough. This one's going to be interesting as well, too. We have Ganondorf versus the Punisher. And I feel like we can't just uh, have the limitation of the Master Sword for this one because Ganondorf will just win. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But think of it as more of like Smash Brothers. What beats Ganondorf? Quick movement. (laughs) Throw him off the ledge. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Ganondorf versus the Punisher. I think the Punisher, the pros for the Punisher are still going to be the same as last week. You have someone who very, very good with shooting. Right. Very good shooter. We don't know if Ganondorf can be shot because <laughs> yeah. no one's ever aimed a gun at him. Right. There's no guns in that world. So it's hard to say. I would imagine if you gave Link a light gun mm-hmm. and he shot at him, it would hurt him. So let's right. say Punisher yeah. has that. <laughs> and if the bullets don't kill him, the Punisher's next move is usually hand to hand. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in a hand-to-hand, Ganondorf is just going to crush him. Right. Yeah. Especially once you kill Ganondorf, he becomes Ganon and the big giant pig monster. <laughs> That's true. Spoilers. Damn. <laughs> it's only happened in 20 games. Yeah. And I haven't he seen it He started out yet. as the pig monster. Yeah, And then he true. became Ganon. And if we're just Ganondorf. going Ganondorf, no Ganon, then it'd be closer. It would be, yeah. but I still feel like... In a hand-to-hand combat between those two, Ganondorf has the edge. Yeah. If the bullets can actually affect Ganondorf, then there's no way that he would get close enough. Yeah, yeah. He, Ganondorf would find a way if he found, oh, these bullets actually hurt me. He'd end it very quickly. And he has like magic abilities with magic too. abilities, and yeah, yeah. He would have done something, I think, to crush Punisher. I'm leaning towards Ganondorf, but Ganondorf got beat up by like a 12 year old kid multiple times. <laughs> True, with the riding uh, a horse, <laughs> give Punisher on a motorcycle. I'm just trying to make it a more yeah, even. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. But again, that goes back to the 12-year-old kid could do it because he had the magic of the he has Master the Sword and the Triforce. You try I mean, to ta- you I'm try not to questioning Punisher's courage. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll have the courage. He'll stand up. He don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. You know what? Ganondorf's going to throw at him. But I don't think he can stand up to because he doesn't have that special edge, yeah. that special shield, mm-hmm. that special whatever. Okay. To set him over the edge. What if... <laughs> Punisher's uh, He's got the master vest is made out <laughs> yeah, the, of Hillian the shield. Hillian shield, yes. <laughs> and he beat the shit out of Link to took his take his master sword. 
But I think we're still going Ganondorf just because he has, like, magic abilities. Yeah, he can yeah, go I through, like, so. pictures and yeah. pop out a different picture somehow. Yeah. I feel like magic is going to win out. Yeah. Because the next battle is going to be the same thing. Mm-hmm. Ganondorf. Yeah. So the next battle we have Rocket, the raccoon. Let's do it again. Versus... <laughs> I wrote Ganon Ford the first time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rocket, the raccoon versus Gandalf, the white. Ganon Ford. <laughs> it's adorable. It's the way my keyboard is. It's twisted away from me, so I my fingers are off. Yeah, it's a Mac. I, I believe it. <laughs> yeah. uh. All right, Rocket versus Gandalf. Rocket has the artillery. Yeah. Gandalf has the magic. So, mm-hmm. again, similar battle to what we just had. Does magic outweigh his ability to build rocket? Right, but the tech- problem is we don't really see the magic in Lord of the Rings. Ever. True. He just had, we see him with like the light staff. Yeah. Mm. You see him create the shield. You see him bringing in the light, but you see a lot of hand to hand combat mm-hmm. from him. He does yeah. use that stick more to beat people with than to like, yeah, you, magic don't ever them. See, you don't really ever <laughs> see him doing uh, magic. But he could put up a shield. Yeah. And he can and control. So can Rocket, though. I mean, he had that fight with uh, Saruman where he. Threw him around, and, mm-hmm. you know, with the staff, and he goes thrown around with the staff. So the power's there, but you just don't really see light bolts or ice bolts or right. fire bolts or anything like that. He's got the distance on him, right? And he's small and agile, so he could sneak up on him. I think it comes down to as well if you look like if they fought, you know, ten times. Rocket has the element of surprise. He'll always have something up his sleeve if he catches, you know, somebody off yeah. guard. Anybody can win a battle, you know, very quickly. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But like you said, we don't see the magic. So I think I like so, Rocket in this one. Yeah. It's interesting. And he'll find a, he'll always have something up his sleeve. Because he has those, like, things he can throw out there that suck him over. And, yeah. like, Star-Lord uses them all the time. Yeah, he'll recognize that the staff is something special. Be like, I want that staff. <laughs> He's going to find a way to <laughs> take he'll that find staff. a way to get it. Yeah. <laughs> Or he'll use a leg and beat the shit out of Gandalf. Gandalf has a staff, but Rocket has a Groot. Ooh, that's true. <laughs> yep. Who's got the more powerful wood? Stick. He's <laughs> got the better stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Rocket! Rocket. Rocket. Let's go with Rocket. All right, Rocket. Oh, we're not going to have Ganondorf versus Gandalf. No, no, we're not. That kind of failed. My <laughs> prediction from last week failed. I was thinking that too, but all right. Hellboy versus Judge Dredd. Bum, ba, bum. So we know Hellboy is from hell. He's got that yep. big fist. Big fish. Does big he have fist. like any special abilities that I'm forgetting? He's strong. He's big and bulky. I don't know. I don't is, he, how, is he in permeable bullets? I think he gets. I think he can get hurt. Uh, yeah. I think he's been shot before, like in the movies. I don't know how deep. I don't know if they hit his vital organs or if they just kind of like hurt him. Ah, superhuman strength and endurance, accelerated healing. So okay. I think he'll get hurt, but longevity, extensive knowledge of the supernatural, Not right helpful. hand of doom, which is his big hand, right, um, serves as the key to the end of the world. Innate capability to comprehend magical languages, and immunity to fire and lightning. I think he just smoked Judge Dredd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If he can heal quickly enough and just block the, a lot of his bullets or whatever with his doom arm. Okay. Yeah, I think I like Hellboy's abilities and it'll just 
be too much for Judge Dredd. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you spell it right this time? I thought he was typing it, so I didn't know. I was looking something else up. Sorry. <laughs> didn't bother. All right, sweet. Beer. Beer, yes. But before beer, we have our final four, which is John Constantine versus Ganondorf, Rocket versus Hellboy. All right. Hmm. Sweet. Keith, the mic's yours. While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at DrinkInGeekOut at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, we're back with our in beer, and we're going back to one of our favorite breweries on the show. Bird Boy, he has a new beer out called Star- Strong, Dark, and Belgian, or yeah. Handsome. Ben Thompson? Ben, yep. Yeah. Ben Thompson, friend of the show. <laughs> Shout out to Ben Thompson. <laughs> we have a uh, this Strong, Dark, and Belgian is a strong Belgian ale. Coming in at 10% ABV. So we got it here in one of his famous bombers. Mm-hmm. And if we look at the label, yeah. Pale, why don't you describe that handsome gentleman? Ooh, very handsome <laughs> Belgian man. Strong, dark, and handsome. That's how I said it. Mm-hmm. He looks very, he looks like like a 50s like weightlifter. Yeah. He's like not a, super defined. One of the, with the big round dumbbells. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's got the barbell mustache. <laughs> Um, chest hair, mm, rosy cheeks. Um, beside him, it says strong, dark, and Belgian in like a banner-like type mm, or some banner, kind of yeah. circus banner. Cool. Circus banner. Looks like it's drawn on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed I don't see an, like an artist signature. Yeah, usually there's an artist. Usually they like will sign it like in the corner yeah. somewhere. Um, I think I'm going to correct you. I'm going to say like 1930s, not 50s. 1930s. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I imagine him like up on one of those big old bicycles, be like, hoop, hoop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the giant that wheel. Thing. <laughs> yeah, with the giant wheel. Hoop, hoop. Did we read the the little description? Oh no, it? I did not. I don't think that was in the notes. No, we did not put that in the notes because oh. you had the bottle. Another <laughs> yeah. thing for me to ignore. Gosh. <laughs> All right, the strong darker Belgian. According to the bottle, it is an ale brewed with a dark candy sugar. Ooh, this beer is rich and complex, but soft and smooth, with a fruity, spicy Belgian yeast character. And earthy hoppiness. Proudly brewed and bottled by Bird Boy Brewing Company, LLC, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Embrace your adventurous side. We do. All right, color. It's very dark. Not that dark to be dark, dark, but dark. I went down to Dragon's Wings or whatever. I was just going to say 41. Really? Drogon's Wing. Uh, I was thinking Manito Helmet, but I can probably go get on board with the 41. Yeah, I could do. Yeah, Either one of those, whatever we... The Drogon's is more fitting for this episode. Yeah, it is. It is. It really is. I'll take it. And it's a newcomer. Mm-hmm. I think it was just added it was. a couple weeks ago. Not that that matters, but... Right. There's no conflict. <laughs> we can agree it's a 41. Yeah. The last episode is a four, it was 18 versus a 19. What really was it? Eh, we yeah. go with the newcomer on this one. But this one's pretty, pretty uh, obvious. I mean, it's 40 to 42 range. Um, I'm good with the 41 on our geek reference model. Go right down the middle to 41. Yep. It smells very strong. 
Mm-hmm. It's got that sweet aroma. Yeah, it's sweet, uh, fruity. I can almost oh. smell the alcohol in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely could smell some of the like the caramel, burnt caramely, smell sweet. Yeah, sweetness to it, sugary. I think someone said like plums on one of their descriptions. I think maybe that was you. I put like maybe a, I did like a bl- maybe plum. Maybe I did fruit taste. <laughs> I I agree with that totally. Oh yeah, I totally. Mm, yeah, yeah. Thanks I, I for totally plum and grape. My talking points for later, Pam. Ooh, I just stole it right from your mouth. <laughs> uh, all right. So we we good on smells. We ready to taste this one? I can pretty much tell you right now. There isn't going to be anything on the. Uh, yeah, the yeah, I couldn't find anything. Yeah. Oh, 10 percent really hits you. I feel wow. you. But it's smooth. It's a smooth 10 percent. It's strong. And dark. That first name. And that second name. Belgian. Oh, well, all three of those words are in there. Like, yeah. right off the bat, it's it, like, hits you like some kind of juice. Yeah. Like, some Welch's juice, mm-hmm. like, Peter hybrid kind of thing. Yeah. Juicy. Um, I know he, I think Juicy. he pairs his waffles with this. So, that's a good pairing, mm-hmm. like, waffles. With are your favorite pails? But so maybe some blueberry, like, syrup. Okay. Maybe, or some raspberry you want some chicken syrup? and waffles? Or just waffles with syrup? Oh, chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles. We can do that. <laughs> Something savory mm-hmm. to soak up that alcohol. Mm-hmm. I for whatever reason you can't find this one. There it is. You got to search strong, dark, del- bel- and Belgian bird. Yeah, found yeah. it. I usually <laughs> put bird boy first, <laughs> and then I put in strong, and then it was the first one that came up. Oh. Probably been easier because I didn't <laughs> look at how to spell yeah. Belgian. <laughs> Untapped gave it 4.01. Or the people on Untapped gave it Thank you. overall 4.01 out of 52 ratings. 52 people. And I was one of them. Me too. Mm-hmm. I have four friends that contributed. All of us. <laughs> and somebody. Else. Brad, four and a quarter. Okay. Sav, I'm not going to reveal it. You, not revealing it. Keith. I'll say. reveal that one. <laughs> you already gave my... Tasting notes. I did. I read your. Uh, <laughs> you said strong with hints of plum and apricot. Love this. Stop new talking. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> now I have nothing to say. I'll throw it back to you guys. Here, silently. <laughs> I'm not going to reveal the score, but I'll say everything, everything else. else. Yeah. You want to read what I said, dude? I didn't write anything, so fuck off. <laughs> you said this is pretty tasty. Oh, okay. That really so helps. Just, so that you don't have to talk anymore. <laughs> it's really good. Saf said another fantastic brew from Bird Boy. <laughs> Got a lot of ass. Right, Saf's done. All right, now done with the beer. On to back <laughs> to the show. I'm keeping my rating. I think. Yeah, like I'm trying to think if I should increase it or not. It's really a damn fine beer. I like it better on tap than I do in the bottle. Agreed. Oh, well, I think that's that's why I think case I might adjust mine the time. But I'm keeping it for now. Uh, so what I checked it in. So I gave it. A four. Solid four. Uh, I could see myself increasing that rating to like a 4.25, maybe a four and a half, but I'll just stick with my initial draft rating. It's a very solid Belgian beer. Uh, I love all of the f- like dark fruit and caramel notes. Uh, there's something, I think it's probably the alcohol that's a little too much, but that's just my own personal thing. That's the reason I didn't increase the rating because it's just hard to drink a ton of this and like the alcohol really will bog you down over time. But it's very delicious beer. Yeah. 
I gave it a four and a half. Now, this was my on the tap rating, and I'm not going to knock this one at all for it being in a bottle. It's actually, I think it's still pretty tasty. As I wrote in my comment, it's a tasty <laughs> beer. Um, you basically taste everything that you smell, which is a bonus to this beer versus any other beer that mm-hmm. you, you know, are misled by the smell. Uh, it's strong. It's dark. It's handsome. Um, it does, definitely has like this caramely taste to it, uh, and it's very fruity as well. I can't really place the fruit flavor other than Pale said it several times. I was waiting for Keith to tell me, but apricot um, that got ruined. <laughs> that uh, got ruined. But when I was drinking it, like, it was just kind of like a re- retelling of when I was having it at Bird Boy. I couldn't really tell what the fruits were. We were mm-hmm. kind of just discussing it, but I do like the the fruitiness mm-hmm. uh, match up with like that caramely, toasty taste. Almost a black cherry. Ooh. Um, and I gave this one a solid four. I think it's it's a nice um, change up from some of the the stouts and the IPAs that we always have. I wouldn't say I would like put this kind of style in like my top five favorites, but I would definitely get this again. I would love to try it at the tap room. Um, I love the sweet fruity notes on the end. It's strong. It's dark and Belgian, like it says. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think it's really solid. We should mention he has a tap room in Roanoke and in Fort Wayne on DuPont. Yes. So he's got two. That's his locations. Soul Bird collaboration with Soul yep. Kitchen. Mm-hmm. So you can go get your Bird Boy beers and have your Soul Kitchen tacos or burritos or whatever you prefer. It's well, a really nice location. Yep. Absolutely. I changed my ranking because um, when I first had it, I was there on opening night, and this was one of the first beers that I had there. Um, and as Dustin did mention, it is very different on draft versus the bottle. In the bottle, you get a lot more of the alcohol. So yeah. I think it all depends on where it's at in the keg or in the process maybe of it. I don't know. How long it sits How in long the it bottle, sits. it kind of ages yeah. it. I mean, it, it has it. a slight effect on it. So the alcohol content is definitely a little bit higher. It, which disguises the fruits a little bit more for me, but I didn't knock it a whole lot. I just took it down to a four and a half. I've recently beginning and been getting into these Belgian styles. Matt Anthony had one out mm. not too long ago, and I don't know. I'm just really loving this style lately um, with the sweetness, the caramel, um, but the sweetness is down a little bit on this one in the bottle. But yeah, I'm definitely digging these Belgian styles that are awesome. I think making a comeback since my favorite was Scotch ales for a while, but I haven't seen a good Scotch ale. Yeah, those that's kind of dropped, dropped off. off. Mm-hmm. So, and those smoky ones kind of came and went really quickly mm-hmm. too. I don't think that did very well. I didn't like the smoke lagers at all. I know Three Floyds like has them. some huge like Belgian styles that are like little like punch you in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, because we went out to Treon one night and they had like three or four Belgian styles like quadruples and triples or whatever that i definitely like uh books and brew had the triple belgian uh it was a uh a harry potter one i think taxman has a lot of solid ones yeah <clears throat> all right moving back to our bracket back to the fight round three yeah round fight, three fight. <laughs> uh we have uh john constantine <laughs> versus ganondorf all right so magic on magic here but who's the better magic? One on one, I think Ganondorf has the strength, right? But who has the stronger magics? And you yeah. know, with John and his manipulation, 
genius level intellect, tactician, manipulator, master con artist, skilled detective. <laughs> I'm just reading everything that's on here. Yeah. He can't, well, Ganondorf never really had to look, he couldn't control people, could he? No, he just he has, has like all of his minions. But, yeah. <clears throat> he couldn't control them, but they did his bidding. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That could be like a similar yeah. thing. Well, but power, that, time travel, illusion, power, projection, yeah. invisibility, telekinesis, that teleportation. And Ganon's powers, I think they vary from game to game. They do. It's hard to tell what he possesses. It's like they introduce something new every single time. But he always has some type of orb <laughs> that he shoots out at you. And you can just easily, ah! Yeah, you can slice it, it back to it him goes with right the sword. back to him. Or the smash ball. Then he just turns into a big old beast and yeah. runs across the map and kills everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's his Ganon form. I was trying to find... Oh, here's some powers and abilities. Well, the Triforce piece apparently grants him immortality, so... That's why he keeps coming back. He keeps coming back, yeah. Gives him godlike strength is what the Triforce yeah. does. That's a huge advantage. But could John at least trap him somewhere... That's what, like that's what always the master sword. Link always ends up trapping him for a hundred years or whatever. Then he comes back out. So, I think Constantine could trap him, but I Ganondorf always comes back. So, if um, Constantine traps him for a hundred years, is that considered a win? Or yeah, it's <laughs> kind of like you. Check. It's kind of like, like pushing off the fight until later. But oh. Um, it says it also grants him the powers such as flight, teleportation, and superhuman strength. Is what the Triforce grants him. Mm-hmm. So if we had Ganondorf with just the Triforce of power, he would have that. But when he gets all three, is he unstoppable? He, yeah, he's, it's the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, at that point, yes, exactly. <laughs> he just goes. Yes, and then, <laughs> exactly. And then Constantine just like crumbles in a dust. Once, once you have all three, you can make any wish you want, and that's that. That's the power of the Triforce. So yeah, he wishes for ultimate power, and John Constantine's just like shit. But the undead army's stuck. <laughs> yeah, get it done. Um, oof. We take the Triforce out of this. It's just Ganondorf versus. He's basically he usually just has yeah he just has the one, one Triforce. I would grant him the power one because mm. that's what he has in most games. Hmm. I don't know. That's tough. But again. Like out of ten times, if they fight, I can see John finding a way to at least trap him to hold him off to a point. But we should do a Dorf will win every time. I think so. Other yeah. time, right? Yeah, we should announce our winner like on three, like all in the scene. That was fun. The last that time was we fun. Did we did the, the CBS. I know. I know who I'd pick. All right, let's I, I, three, two, one. All right, on on one or after one? Are we doing we'll go? Say or three, we doing... two, one, and then we'll say it. Okay, so we're doing rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Or are yep. we... Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Shoot your answer. The words have to come out. But are we saying shoot? No, you don't say shoot. But rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, no, scissors. rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, two, scissors, three. answer the word. Okay. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, and the character. Got it. So rock, paper, scissors, word, and then... <laughs> uh, yes. Just say rock, paper, scissors, Ganondorf. <laughs> oh, wait. You, you just revealed him. Oh, shit. So are we saying rock, paper, scissors, or we one, two, three? Because you're confusing me with rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> I think we say rock, one, paper, scissors. Oh okay. All right. So rock, paper, scissors, scissors Ganondorf. Yep. <laughs> Everything is so difficult on this podcast. I, I, I try to be difficult. <laughs> 
You're so rusty. I uh, am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not rust. <laughs> the rust should have been knocked off the last episode. I know. Can't help it. <laughs> Hellboy right. Rocket. Hellboy. I mean, I know my initial <laughs> thought. <laughs> I mean, what can Rocket possibly do? To be Hellboy. I think that's a discussion that we need to have. What I, can Rocket do to be I think, Hellboy? Honestly, they would form an alliance. These two oh. are so similar that they would get along so well. well they like, would do that. <laughs> they kind they of have like, similar personalities. Like, can we just do Ganondorf versus Rocket and Hellboy? <laughs> but, but Rocket <laughs> helping Hellboy would be awesome. Change of programming. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Let's play this out. Right. So Rocket has... Like spaceships and stuff that he could fly mm-hmm. away or shoot down at him. Hellboy doesn't really have any projectile weapons. He, he just, just has he can withstand a goat, lot of stuff. Goat-like hind legs and alcoholism. <laughs> 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 and he, he's got healing abilities. And yeah, like I mean, it almost sounds like a no-brainer. But as much as you talk up rockets, like mm, maybe he could. <laughs> I still think I think Hellboy would win just because. Like he's took on like beast and right. demons and everything else. What can he take take out a raccoon? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. He's he got put up a hell of a fight. No pun intended, but <laughs> that he would have so much respect for the little guy. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, "Come on, join my team." He'd mm-hmm. Like, I need you. What if they were both sitting in a bar and they were both drinking beer? <laughs> <laughs> who would get drunk first? Like, who would Rocket, get drunk first? Rocket, because of his size. tiny little Then <laughs> <Hellboy wins. laughs> I like it. I like it. We're doing that. That's how I vote for presidents. Would I drink with that person? Yeah, would I, would I have a beer with, with that person? <laughs> I like it. All right. Hellboy's moving on. <laughs> Stop that riddle. We don't have to worry about that. All right. So the final matchup, Hellboy versus Ganondorf. Back after these sponsoring words of Patreon, Patreon that I'm going to cut from the other episode and bring it in here because I'm not going to go through that rapidly. again. But before we do that, we're going to have another beer. It's going to be a tasty beer. And it's going to be from the Boulder Beer Company, the Shake a Porter. Shake me it's up or something. Shake chocolate porter. Mm, I have the can version right there if you look at it. That's fantastic. So, all right. Pale is going to take it away from last week's recording. Is going to be littered in with a lot of noise. So just be careful. We may re-record it. I don't know. <laughs> we should. We should. But it may not happen for a little bit. So excuse the noise, excuse this, and we'll come back and we'll have some beer. All right. So we made some changes to our Patreon. Uh, a lot of like the, the amount that you pay is about the same, but we added some details. Right. Real quick, real quick. Where can we find this uh, Patreon? Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash drinkingeekout. Okay. Uh, tier number one is the Super Geek. It's $1 or more per month. You'll get bonus episodes at least once a month. Once a month. Mm-hmm. Shout out on every episode of the podcast. Shout out on Twitter and Instagram when you sign up. Mm-hmm. Access to our first 18 episodes. And every episode of our live spinoff podcast, Confection Confessions, mm-hmm. and monthly giveaways with better prizes the higher tier you are. So the monthly giveaways are going to be probably something like little, like, yeah, you know, somewhere between like $1 to $5 range. Right. You know, um, one of our stickers. Stickers are uh, coasters, coasters like something like that. And then tier number two is the Mega Geek, $2 or more per month. You get to participate in polls to pick future topics and beers. Mm -hmm. Monthly giveaways are included as well. 
Uh, tier number three, the Uber Geek, six or five dollars or more a month. We will do a whole episode for you. You can pick the topic or the beer or write a statement for us to read. It is all up to you. And then there's a little asterisk because we do not have access to all the beers out there. So we will try our best to get it or we'll try to find something really like super similar. Mm-hmm. And, and there's can, monthly giveaways. We'll just let them know, hey, we can't find this beer. Yeah, hey, this is this doesn't like um, distribute in our area or yeah. this brewery is you know, unaccessible. You can mail it to us if you want. You can ma- yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can mail it to us in a, a box. Yeah, we'll have to let you know. Uh, I think for something like that, like I would be 100% on board with paying for shipping for them. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. So if they, if they pay us uh, or they donate to us via Patreon, but we can't drink the beer that they want us to drink, uh, just send a COD for the shipping. It'll totally be about that. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's like something like Trillium or... Mm-hmm. Um, that all the stuff out in like California mm-hmm. that we can't get a hold of, right? And then we have the Ultra Geek, which is ten dollars or more a month. We will play a drinking game in your honor once a month. All right, that would be fun. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Uh, just an example of like bonus episodes that you get for uh, the one dollar donation uh, for Patreon is if let's say that we have an episode that uh, one of us solo wanted to do like I made a video game one that's going to be available for one of the months uh, Sea of Thieves if you're interested uh, you can check it out uh, with the $1 sub to Patreon but for the release of Game of Thrones every week we should have a quick little episode that Pale's going to be doing uh, as soon as he watches the episode he's going to throw it up out there and so for the month of April and probably May you'll have at least four episodes so that right there is a good deal in itself. Mm-hmm. Like we we stated one episode a month bonus, but that's not the only thing. You know, we'll have multiple episodes uh, yeah. potentially in certain places. But it was just uh, interesting. We've you know we had a Patreon, we just didn't have it filled out as much as possible. Uh, we want to make it as appealing to you guys as possible. Uh, if you could check it out and you don't find something that you would like or think that would be good on Patreon, you can let us know. Uh, tag us on. Um, Twitter, send us a DM on Twitter or on Instagram, or just hit us up on our email, which is drinkingeekout.com. At, at gmail.com. <clears throat> so, alright, we have a beer in front of us now. There's one more level. Uh, one more level? I thought you said Ultra. I thought you said the 10. There's another one. What? <laughs> before, but first, with the Game of Thrones recap episodes, I'm gonna, at the end of them, I think I'm going to do like a audio version of Pale's Pairings. Ooh. Do like nice. a 5 or 10 minute a beer Woo-hoo. with with like a, a food, All so right. it'll be so so I'll I'll start it slowly, and then uh, the goal is if we can get to twenty dollars a month, I'll start looking at video. All right, so I guess there's another level. Hit All right, one, another level. the last level is Ultimate Geek. Ultimate twenty five dollars or more a month. What? That's Dang. never gonna happen. <laughs> I doubt Hit it. me with that. Hit me with it. T-shirt from our thread of the shop. Okay. At drinkingeekout.threadless.com, the first month you sign up, mm-hmm. and a mystery beer box, mystery beer geek box every month you stay subscribed. And okay. monthly giveaways will be included in this as well. What is the geek box? So, Seth, you want to explain? Um, so, if you've ever heard of like Loot Crate or yeah. any of those, mm-hmm. they just throw a bunch of shit in a box and mail it to your house. Yes. <laughs> It'll shit be box. a random <laughs> random stuff. It'll probably be a shirt in every box, and then just like, I don't know, a pop figure, whatever we can find. And yeah. Maybe think, like bottle cap or uh, bottle openers and mm-hmm. like beer related stuff too. Yeah. How about like something themed for the episode that we do? Yeah. 
That'd mm. be cool. I like that. Or for that month, if it's yeah, a monthly thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. If it's mar- Marvelous March, then we'll throw in some yeah, Marvel A Marvel box. Yeah. It'd be cool. That's um, it. Yeah. Sweet. So, yeah, you can find that at patreon.com slash drinkingeekout. All right. We're back with our out beer, which we already kind of introduced. But again, in case you forgot after that dazzling commercial break, <laughs> we have a shake chocolate porter from Boulder Beer Company. And they claim to be Colorado's very first craft brewery. Our twist on the traditional robust American porter, Shake Chocolate Porter, is a dark black in color with rich, sweet aromatics and flavors of dark chocolate, coffee, and caramel. This unique brew blends five different grains, including chocolate wheat, that along with cacao nibs create (laughs) a devilishly delicious chocolate finish with a velvety mouthfeel. This is a six out of five. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Coming in, ABV is a 5.9 ABV, as I said, and 39 IBUs. The malts that are used are Pales malt, caramel malt, chocolate wheat, chocolate malt, black malt. The hops are Mount Hood. I love chocolate malts. (laughs) Mount Hood hops, Willamette hop, and the Nugget hop, which I thought was pretty interesting that Mm. they threw that in there. And this did win some awards. In 2015, the U.S. Open Beer Championship, they did get the silver medal in the chocolate beer category. They got the silver medal at the U.S. Open? Holy smokes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The U.S. Open Beer Championship. (laughs) And in the 2014 World Beer Cup, they got the gold medal for chocolate beer. So out of the United States, apparently they're second best, but in the entire world, they're first best. But that was a year before, so things changed in a year. Yeah. Not a lot of America went into the world. Yeah. Oh, you said 39 IBUs? 39 IBUs. That's a Jigglypuff on our yes. <laughs> geek scale because he's 39 Look. in the Pokédex. Fantastic. I'm going to have an entire Pokédex of IBUs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if shoe fits. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get our numbers where we can. So I've had this before. I don't think I've ever checked it in because I never really looked at it as a craft beer because I bought it at... Kroger or I'm able to buy yeah, that's where I found this one. Um, as I was saying off the air, or I think we were on the air, I do have a can of it that was given to me as um, a gift. Like, hey, you like porters? So I have no idea how old the can was. So I was kind of on the fence. I really didn't check it in, um, but I bought. Ended up buying a six pack of these. So decided to give it a chance in the bottle, and it was a lot more fresh because I think that one was gone through many temperature changes. Yeah, we were at a like some dive, and. Allison didn't want to get Miller or whatever, so she just got this. So I think that's where I had it. I had a taste of it. I don't think I ever bought it, but is Boulder Beer independent craft brew, or does somebody own them? Um, I have their website pulled up. They got some weird pictures with goats on here. So it was started by a lot of guys. They call it the Goat House. So if you look here, there's I don't want to knock your beer over. A bunch of guys from the 70s. It started in 1979. Oh, wow. Um, so they all sat around in the picture. If you look up above, come on. There's nope. goats. There's an actual goat where he's like trying to open the beer on the goat's horn. I don't oh, know what's going on there. What the heck? Animal cruelty. But Animal cruelty. <laughs> PETA. Hopefully it was just like a joke for the picture. It's right? called the goat shed. So I think it was some guy's farm and that's where all the goats were apparently. I mean, I could read into this that they kind of expanded throughout the years. So I don't know. They've got a tap house in the Denver International Airport. So they may be like a Sun King. Like they're kind of big and they distribute throughout and they've kind of got bigger. They've been around long enough that it's not surprised that it finally made its distribution across the country. 
Right. For sure. <clears throat> Take a look at this lovely color of a can or bottle. <laughs> bottle this time. It's it's definitely different than the one that you would normally would find at the Kroger. It's definitely a different label. Yeah. yeah I, this, like they changed the label. Uh, yeah, I saw the old one on Untapped yeah, or something. It's, it's very really recognizable. Boring. It's just a black hole with yeah. shake in the middle of it. This one's a lot cooler. There's actually like a classic 70s shake or maybe something. You yeah, find it's it. like a... Shake. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 1950s. That's yeah, 1950s. What is this? Soda shop. I said 70s. Soda shop. I was like, there's a name for that. That's yeah. soda shop. The yeah. soda shirk is the yeah, guy soda who, is the guy who yep. It's cool. It's like a, a comic strip, like all the way across the label. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, there's a jukebox in the corner. Jukebox. Yeah, jukebox is emanating like so a red. This is what the 70s looks like. <laughs> looks 50s. like this guy's kicking <laughs> kickball. What's he kicking? Or is that like no, it, like he a is stool? kicking something? Maybe he's just jumping off the stool. Is that like a overhead view of the stool he was sitting on? Probably. And he's kicking it out to dance. Can on you that? grab the can? I think it's the same. Really? Right. This That's is like insane. the first time that we can yeah, that compare. Can, the can is really cool looking. Yeah, it's pretty oh, it's much like, the same. Yeah. Just right. So every time I've ever seen this has been like that black hole looking mm-hmm. shake bottle. I've never seen this before, so this is pretty exciting. It looks like it might be like a like a lever on like a slot machine. Maybe. <laughs> He's just like kicking it, like putting his money in. Yeah, but for real though, like oh uh, no, it's a it's a stool. That's what I was guessing. Yeah, oh, it's the overhead it? of a bar. There's the bar, and that's the top of yeah. the stool head. Oh, so when you go up to the soda is he jerk standing to get your on soda, the bar? So he's yeah, he's dancing. Probably on the bar. He's dancing on the bar. Yeah, he's and there's a broken ugly. record because he already stepped. That's on what it. that is. I was like, yeah. I think yeah, that's a record, but I can't tell. It's the waitress holding. If you can see the hand. Somebody oh, yeah, holding yeah. a tray, and that's what's holding the shake up, and that's why she's all jumbly, like, ah, oh, people are She's, dancing. like, still on the shake. Cause her oh, that is, is her, because she's got a hop earring, and that's her standing oh. right there. Come on, guys. She's, she's not, not on there. She's not on there. She's not on this one? Oh, you're right. She's not. No, you just oh, see the hand. Chick? You just oh, see the hand, so and they took that off. out. Yeah. That is so bizarre. Check that out. It looks really Oh, wow. That's oh, like so different. Half her body on the You see your shoulder. You see your shoulder, and that's it. And you can't tell what it is. Right. I love labels. Here we are geeking out over the label, not even the damn beer. <laughs> What's this guy? Like, you see the, the What's red this guy? The, he's just dancing. The red guy? No, he's That's like the guy by just, the jukebox. He's hanging up. Oh, he's like plotting. There's always a guy sitting by the jukebox. He's, uh, he just he's the one who it. picks the song. He's the Fonz. He's over there kicking it to get it to play the next song. <laughs> yeah. It looks like he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, so this this Harry Winkler. <laughs> Harry. <laughs> Henry. I mean, I guess. It, no, I think Henry he's plotting short. someone's death. Harry short for Henry. I don't know names, remember? Keith Irvin. <laughs> look, but look at this guy here. <laughs> he's like he's gonna puke. Is that a guy really? Can yeah, because he's like bent over and that's his hat. Oh, like, then he's, he's, he's jiving, dude. He's dancing. Like, he's, he's dancing. Just, oh, he's okay. like. I don't think he's on this one. Where's he at? Open the top right corner. He's up here. Oh so, yeah, he is. Yep, yep, yep. There's another guy doing the same dance move, just not crashed over as far. That's yeah, dude. They're just dancing. But no, look. Do you know how to dance? You see this guy, his arm, looks like he just punched him in the gut. Oh, he's, uh, <laughs> he just got a little fight. Yeah, there's a fight like, going on. There's a fight going on back there. Oh, Boulder Beer, you guys. You guys are so much happier. So this, this label is definitely a winner. Yeah, yeah, I honestly have this on my first brewery to go to if I ever go to Colorado. So yep. I'm pretty excited to check it out. Maybe I'll talk to them about their label and be like, so much craziness happening. I love all, your all you need is just a layover in Colorado because apparently yeah. it's in the airport. Yeah. So Allison had a five and a half hour layover and she didn't bother going to get this beer. Ugh. I don't understand. If yeah. we had a if we ranked our top labels, this is top ten. Top Obviously, ten. For sure. Top five maybe. Episode. Top five maybe. Ooh, that would be looked back. That killer clown one. 
That's um, remember from Indiana City? Mm. Or, uh, no, 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 no. The one the from Elemental Clown is what you're thinking. Elemental. Of. No, oh. it was the, uh, the the clown shoes one. Remember where they had to change their label because of oh the Buffy one? Yeah. Oh yeah, Buffy Vampire. But it said it was like a Halloween one. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that was the top one. That's the top one. You did love that. that <laughs> vampire. Vampire. Busted up an entire bottle cap in your ranking. <laughs> <laughs> I did incorporate the <laughs> bottle cap or the label into my ring. <laughs> that beer was uh, super, super Nugget Bros is still like one of my favorites. Yes, agreed. But yeah, that's top ten. Okay, all right. Let's, let's look at this one. Here's the darkest candy, like K2SO Dragon Glass Dark. Yeah, I was thinking forty nine. Yeah, it's not quite black. Yeah, you can still see through it a little bit on the edge. K2SO. It's a newcomer. K2SO. Definitely. Is in the Rogue One series or series one movie. Caesar's Fur would be my lightest I'd go, I think. Yeah, probably. I was thinking like Freddy's Fedora because there's like a hint of red. There is, if you look down at the bottom enough, you can see. I can definitely see it on the edge. It's not like black, black, so it's not in the 50s. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But it is in the fifties if you look at the label. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I'm sticking with the K two S. Okay, yeah. I'm fine with that. Works for me. All right, sniffers, pull them out. Oh, chocolate it's, goodness. It's coffee. Oh my, chocolatey coffee. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy this beer. Spoiler alert: <sighs> I finished the other four in this six pack. Oh, <laughs> this smells amazing. It does smell like chocolate and coffee. All right, let's just get the drinking. I'm gonna do it. We don't need to discuss it. Spend enough time talking about that label. Oh mm. my! That's like a Reese cup, like at the very end. There is a little bit of a hint of peanut butter. In yeah, this. there's a little bit of peanut butter. Yeah, Reese cup for sure. Mm-hmm. Good, good eye. <laughs> good call. <laughs> good eye. Good mouth feel. Good, good mouth. <laughs> We're coming up on spring training. All right, We're reporting to spring training. So good eye. Reds are gonna have a really good year. Flip it from bottom to first. Puig. Puig. <laughs> Not a big fan, but. I am now. I am He's now. On my team. <laughs> He's one of your guys. Hot take. The Cubs are finishing last. The Reds are finishing first. Hot take. <laughs> we'll see. You heard it here first. Actually, no, you heard it on any sports fan Reds radio. It's going to be another 90 some years for the Cubs. Yeah, probably. Whatever. 100. One and done. One for the century. For the century. <laughs> <For> the century. <laughs> that is really tasty. Uh, so much beer. that people on Beer Advocate said it's a 4.01 Woo! with 1,900 ratings. And the histogram, it basically has it floating at the 4 mark. Uh, this is interesting. On Rate Beer, there's 588 ratings, which is pretty pretty high for Rate Beer. Uh, or what do we call it? A sellout beer? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> the, on Rate Beer? Yeah. The sellouts. Owned by the Big Com. Uh, since they're owned by Bush now. Uh Overall, 96, 98 style, but only a 3.69 out of 5. Untapped gave it a 4 out of 154,000 ratings. Had some friends try it. I know one of them. Keith? I'm going to spoil it. No, read all his words. Talk about Mr. Gumby 6. (laughs) (laughs) I've tried this. He's had it like eight times. He checked it in, gave it the same ranking every time. Brad gave it a 3.75. Kyle had it, didn't rank it. Well, Kyle Jerk. works for beer distributor. He's not allowed to rate beers. Chris Leland, four and a half. Having the last one of these from the fridge, too. Still pretty good. 
Oh, Keith had it at a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy shit, Keith had it. Since he's not here, I'll just go ahead and say Scott what he said. Scott F. had it. He gave it a four and said chocolate. Lots. I had a guy named Jack who gave it a four and a half. And he says, shake! <laughs> Ooh, did you say Aaron He's Hansen? not wrong. Did, uh, did we say a um, Michael Lindsman? Okay, Michael Lindsman said 3.25. No comments, but he didn't look, it didn't sound like he liked it. Aaron Hansen uh, gave it a 2.75 and said, too sweet. Too sweet. I think he's one of our Fort Wayne fans. We have plenty of Chris Leland's in there. Too. Yeah, I skipped all those. It's hilarious, though, because he put a different write-up every time. Yeah. Like the first one, such a great porter, one of my favorites. And then he said, love this porter, having my last one. <laughs> and then he said, my wife ordered this, but is giving me half. So awesome, and it's so nitro, very tasty. Oh, nitro. Oh. This would be good. This was at the Hoppy Gnome. Gnappy Holmes? Hoppy <laughs> Gnappy Gnome. Gnome. I can start if we want to jump into our ranking since I already rated mine, unless Pale wants to take the floor on that one again. <laughs> <laughs> I gave this one, since I initially got this, um, uh, I think it was about last week or two weeks ago, uh, six pack because I knew impending storm was coming. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going to be off work for a few days. I'm like, I need some beer. I play some video games. So I grabbed this. I wasn't sure. I did look them up in the stores. I'm like, Boulder Beer. Like, are they craft? Are they not? It was one of those because at our local grocery store, it's like they usually get the ones that are disguised as craft right. beers. So I don't know. We haven't really done a whole lot of research on these guys. But um, so I got it, thought I'd give it a chance. And after I poured that first one, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. I need to go back and get more of this, <laughs> especially since it's just available at the local grocery store. Buy a couple of them, get some discounts. Um, so I gave it a four and a half. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'll read my description that I wrote a couple weeks ago. Great notes of chocolate to live up to the name. A bit of a roasty finish, but it ends sweet and doesn't leave you bitter. Because sometimes with those roasty ones and that smokiness that it just leaves that bitter finish. This one is sweet enough, like a milkshake, but it's not overpowering chocolate. Like our decadent dark chocolate ale Mm -hmm. that we had, which is like pure chocolate. But it leaves a little bit of the chocolate aftertaste. And the coffee is not as strong as I would like, but the the aroma of it when we first got it, I mean, that coffee is like unbelievable, but it it's a good blend of the chocolate and the coffee and the sweet. So I think it, it blends like perfectly. Right. I gave this a 4.25. Uh, I, I thought it tasted really well. Uh, I think that they could have added more lactose sugar to it mm-hmm. and make this a little bit more of like a pastry style uh, stout that people that have be been, uh, you know, raving about and make this more of like a milkshake. You know, how they add lactose to those IPAs to make them into milkshake, milkshake IPAs. But this, I mean, I think this is pretty good. Uh, kind of reminded me, uh, kind of reminded me of a, like if you got a, a shake from like a McDonald's or something. Yeah. Uh, so I like the rating 4.25. I give this a four and a half. I think this would be a great introduction into the porter style. If you were still relatively new to the craft beer scene, um, it's not too heavy. Like the notes of chocolate are fairly mild, but it's en- enough there to to really enjoy. Uh, the coffee's light, but like I said earlier, there's like this Reese cup ending to it with like a hint of peanut butter that is like uh, amazing. So I would I would drink the, a lot of this. <clears throat> I gave it a four and a half. 
So I agree with everybody except for Dustin for once. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I kind of disagree with Pale a little bit. I think chocolate stands out like front and center. That's like the main thing I Mm notice when drinking it. But not that there's anything wrong with that. I just, you said it was a little more muted and I think it stands out. Mm. But yeah, overall, it's a fantastic beer. And I kind of agreed with Dustin's uh, little thing he said too. (laughs) Yeah, if it, it, in order to put shake on it to make it make, taste more like the milkshake would be really awesome. Yeah, definitely smooth it out Mm -hmm. a lot more. I think the problem was I saw Keith score. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't want to. Yeah. I don't know. That's I don't know. I didn't want to feel like I was led to that four and a half. That could have been a uh, determining factor because I was thinking about it. But yeah, I mean, I'm still comfortable with the four point five. <laughs> I just broke our handhold. I we know. could just like barely touch fingers. Like <laughs> this. No, no, we're not going to. <laughs> no more. Tips. No, just the tips. No more tips. That's only if we have it like yeah. in a row. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a good blend. But I mean, there's so much more that could be added to this. So yeah. many more variants. But mm-hmm. of the few that I've had. It, it it blends really well, and that's why I gave it that higher ranking because I think it's, it's a, a good blend. Very solid chocolate porter. Yeah, and I don't really know much besides adding some lactose that would improve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we have our last matchup. Last bracket. Hellboy versus Ganondorf. Just kind of a Hellboy himself. Mm-hmm. That's true. I don't know if I have a dog in this fight. <laughs> it's not what I thought would make it to the finals. I kind of thought that Ganondorf would have. I mean, look at that bracket. Yeah, he didn't have a huge... He had like pretty much a freebie the first round. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but... Well, if we go back to Hellboy and some of his descriptions that I was reading a little bit earlier, the accelerated healing, the longevity, the extensive knowledge of the supernatural. And so he kind of knows the Ganondorf supernatural. Ganondorf is... If Ganondorf is in his his world, he'll know his... uh, And the other thing, I was already thinking of this because I figured this was going to be the finals. So if Ganondorf, if he has his Ganon abilities and turns into a giant monster, Mm -hmm. who's perfect at fighting giant monsters? Yeah, exactly. He does... There goes... Hellboy. The perfect fight is Hellboy versus Ganon. Yeah. Especially to the immunity to fire because doesn't he breathe fire, Ganon? Yeah. Yeah. So... Hellboy's with his immunity right there. <laughs> Capability to comprehend the magical languages. So if he's speaking in some type of whatever. Yeah. So, ah, I don't know. I really think Hellboy stands yeah. a good chance this time. I have like Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You sold it. perfect. You sold it, Keith. You sold it. And beating these beasts up and taking them all. Mm-hmm. Like, the only thing, I mean, as Ganondorf, we've seen him, like, He's got the magic abilities that we haven't really brought into this fight Mm -hmm. where he can like go into paintings in the one game. Um, I'm trying to think of what else he does. He shoots those bolts of whatever. Whatever. White. Balls of light. (laughs) Energy balls. But I think Hellboy can just knock him back at him with his doom arm. Yeah, with his doom arm, which would be comparable to the Hillian shield, Mm -hmm. I would imagine. I don't think he could just destroy him because apparently he's immortal with that but he could be a link and contain him and yeah. always be there and be like, i'll always be here to put you back in your place honestly you aren't best they me. both kind of immortal like you That's can you true. can send hellboy to hell but he'll just he can come back too so it, it could be like a never-ending battle but 
it's like it's they like, balance each other well enough. Yeah. It's almost like the uh, Wolverine versus the Hulk type of yeah. battle. I like Hellboy. I, I think I like Hellboy's chances too. I would agree. Yeah, I'm on board. With oh, that. Pale, that's the first time I've heard you talk this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just listening. Yeah. See, I don't know that he's just like me. He doesn't have a dog in this fight. But I think that yeah. with everything that you guys said, I think uh, Hellboy is the champion. Wow. That's yeah, unexpected. That's amazing. That's <laughs> that was your pick. Keith cool. always wins these things. I don't know. And I spend 15 minutes putting it together. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to win the super summer movie wager next year. Or this coming summer. I'm, I'm just trying to think. This year's my year. <laughs> <laughs> no way. You haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> nope. Still haven't. Still trying won't. to get the lowest score. I know. You're We're on like golf. golf. Yeah. Golf scoring. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. So let us know who you thought was going to win. If you thought Ganondorf and Hellboy... If we were wrong on that, let us know. Yeah, for sure. It'd be cool if we had some um, animation skills. Because I know there's yeah. a lot of guys out there that can animate this stuff and put a battle together. Like these imaginary battles that if will never take If all these characters place. were in Smash Bros, I would just do right. CPU versus uh, CPU and see oh, who would awesome. win. We'll just do a Smash Bros bracket one time and all the characters yeah, and just draw them randomly. Set mm-hmm. them on like level 6 or 5 yeah. or 10 or whatever the highest rating is. Next Geek Bowl. Next Geek Bowl happening. Smash Bowl. <laughs> Smash Bowl. <laughs> Super <Alrighty>. Smash Bowl. <laughs> well, that was that was fun. That was Definitely. fun. That's good. Yeah. Uh, and then, Double. all right, so that concludes this month. Next month is Marvel. Next week is Marvel. Oof. We have five episodes in Marvel. I'm glad March is a long month because we like to talk about Marvel. <laughs> I know. We yes. love to talk about Marvel. We have uh, Punisher coming up. We have mm-hmm. Ant-Man and the Wasp, which finally... We right. have uh, Captain Marvel, we have the music of Marvel, and then we have villains that we're going to rank. So pretty excited about the month of March. Uh, make sure you check into that. Uh, we're also going to record a quick little short one coming up. It's going to be available for the Patreon $1 one. It is the beer that I brewed myself. Dustin's beer. Dustin's beer. <laughs> <laughs> Love yeah. it. So it is a uh, is an amber and then a Hefeweizen. So if anyone's interested, uh, make sure you smash that Patreon $1 and you'll get that video as well. It's so cheap. $1. $1. Just listen to Pale's message. He sounds so sin- sincere. I mean, like $1 falls out of your pocket like every month probably. <laughs> every month. And you don't even realize just it. Just kick it over us. Kick it over. Yeah, just kick it <laughs> over us. Once it hits us. the ground, just kick it to us. Yeah. We will reward you. <laughs> great content. With great content. You're going to hear my sultry voice. <laughs> yes. yes. That's what I would call it. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, for us here at the lovely North Studio, I don't remember what we're saying. Until next, Until next time, time, drink, drink up, up and geek out. out. We'll just do it ourselves. <laughs> there we go. That's that's perfect.